Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Tuesday. The Matt Rule era at Nebraska has officially began and is off and running. Well, we still don't know some of the assistant coaches. We'll figure that out in the next coming days. But the introductory press conference was done yesterday. I think most people were quite impressed and ready to get going with Nebraska football under its new leadership. I'm Jake Bachman and Ricky Avalez Curry. Uh, Clary with me as well. Rico, how are you doing? Uh, get a sip of Mountain Dew to get you ready. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. We're finding out some more assistant coach hires as yeah. uh, one was announced today. And I don't know if it was announced really. It was just a profile picture change. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Knighton, if that name sounds familiar, he played in the NFL for nine years. Give me a second while I make sure I get that right. Um, eight years. Played in the NFL for eight years. Terrence Knighton, uh, the new defensive line coach for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. He was at Temple when Matt or he was uh Matt Rule was an assistant coach at Temple when Knighton played for the Owls. Uh, and then he coached at Wagner for two seasons before joining Rule in Carolina uh, last season. So there you go. Terrence Knighton played for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Denver Broncos, Washington at the time Redskins, and in New England. And was was well known for his nickname Pot Roast. Yep. So, so Pot Roast will be uh, we don't know in what capacity, but he changed his profile picture to Nebraska. So you figure he's going to be on the coaching staff. Uh, one thing that people forget about Terrence Knighton says he's going to be defensive line coach. He was the line assistant coach. line coach uh, in Carolina under Rule. They say he's coming here to be the defensive line coach. Which is interesting. What with the uh, the Robinson fella, the Elijah Robinson from A and M, also a defensive line coach previously, correct? Yes, but he is also a big recruiter, right? So that's he. He was the uh, I think he won Recruiter of the Year in twenty twenty or maybe this last season. He he was part of the reason, a big reason why Texas A and M had the number one recruiting class in the country. But what I'm saying is, would they be co-defensive line coaches, or it's kind of interesting to Maybe. see where they where they would move. Maybe you have an inside uh, for Potros and and kind of the outside for. Uh, I mean, you got seven million dollars to spend on assistance, so <laughs> hey, you can, can figure out you can figure out where you're going to spend it. Either way, as a as a as a send our I shouldn't say a send off because they're send offs to our, our outgoing coaches a welcoming in to Terrence Knighton as part of the Husker community. Uh, let's remember. His great commercial with Bridgestone. Once I get the sound turned on. Though. Okay. That, uh, yeah, yeah, we're kind of ruined the moment. Let's remember, Let's remember his great commercial, great commercial with Bridgestone. With Bridgestone. Bridgestone tires perform best when you need it most. Now you can't like hear it, so that doesn't help either. Knighton has an empty free. All right, here you go. Remember, okay. new, no. Nebraska, <laughs> new Nebraska coach, <laughs> Terrence Knighton, was so popular as Pat, Pot Roast in his playing days that he had a commercial with Bridgestone. Bridgestone tires perform best when you need it most. Like when NFL lineman Terrence Potros Knighton has an empty fridge. We've got a situation. The dueler tires on Terrence's ride are engineered to be Bridgestone's best SUV tires. That's why they come with an 80,000 mile tread wear warranty. She likes country. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yep, they can go 80,000 miles. Uh, that's a lot of trips to the grocery store. So Potros, what's your favorite food? Seriously? 
Yeah, don't ask Bob <laughs> Rose what his favorite food is when he gets here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, see what he rolls in on. See if he's on Bridgestone tires. Or Bridgestone something. tires? Is Maybe that? Are we gonna judge him if he's not on Bridgestone tires? <laughs> yeah. Then I don't. Then he's just accepting money for. No, I'm just kidding. How dare? How dare he? <laughs> it's it's cool. He's one of those guys that. I guess I didn't realize had left the NFL <laughs> too long ago, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess, it, and he's been out for a while. Yeah, which was surprising to me because he did have kind of a big enough name, um, you know, that you that you that you recognize, especially on the that Denver team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of felt like it was, was good. probably his, his biggest star, um, or his star shine the brightest there. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that'll be exciting. Of course, the other uh, hires. That look uh, on around the corner have been reported. Uh, Evan Cooper, uh, possibly your defensive backs coach, Corey. Campbell. He changed his profile picture on Twitter as well. That. That's what I'm going with. I'm go- if you change your profile picture on Twitter, that means you're here. So Evan yeah. Cooper's a D backs coach. Uh, Terrence Knighton's the D line coach. That's what I'm going with. Uh, has uh, Has Corey Campbell changed his uh, his? Um, I have not seen his yet, so that that we'll, we'll wait on that one. He's heavily linked as the special teams, uh, or excuse, excuse me, the strength and conditioning coach, as he's uh, he's quite ripped. Um, so that's part of it as well. Yeah, um, a little bit. Marcus Satterfield has been reported will be the oh he did offensive coordinator. He changed he changed his his profile picture and it also in his bio says Nebraska Cornhuskers. There you go, Corey Campbell is in hashtag GBR hashtag black shirts. Look at Marcus Satterfield. See if he's done it as well. Marcus Satterfield. Okay, we're just gonna. I'm telling you, just go by Twitter profile pictures, and that's how you. That's how you figure out if somebody is going to be here or not. Let's go, Marcus Satterfield, Coach Sat, on Twitter hasn't changed yet. Offensive coordinator slash QBs coach, University of South Carolina. Uh-oh. His picture is still him with some South Carolina folks and uh, South Carolina hat and hoodie, and his. Uh, Header is is offensive coordinator Marcus Setterfield, University of South Carolina. And that's got to be a quick turnaround for him too. He's having like the best two weeks of his career. He also just got to South Carolina. Like they just hired him this last yeah. off season. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, he's. I mean, he's done wonderful. As, as South Carolina, of course, played spoiler the last couple of weeks with Tennessee and in Clemson, and, and his offense did well as part of it. We can remember Spencer Rattler counting his touchdowns up. Well, Satterfield probably had something to do with that. I know some people. Don't love the hire. Um, they look at his offensive, you know, coordinator numbers in the past. He, he worked uh, with uh, Matt Rule at Temple in that in that position. Um, I think part of it, though, too, and this is what I'm really excited about, is you know, the numbers might not be as great in in depending on what you were trying to do. Right at Temple, as Coach Rule said, they're kind of eye formation, and so you're not you're not trying to have the number one offense mm-hmm. with with that strategy. So if you say you look at his numbers and go, well, that's not top ten, well. That's because when I and I'm inviting this, I love it. Matt Rule's going to play complimentary football. This isn't this isn't uh, <laughs> Mike Riley or Scott Frost. We're both. I mean, I don't want to say the defense was ignored while their time was here, but it certainly wasn't the go-to. And, and certainly offense wasn't was up. offense was supposed to be highlighted with both yeah. of those coaches. You look at both of those coaches, and for them, it was more offense based. A, a more offensive-based scheme for their teams, whereas for Matt Rule, it, it seems as if he's going to play complimentary football. I know Nick's back there watching some some Baylor highlights from uh, I think it was 2019 is what he was. Nice. I think the 2019 yeah, Big the 12 Championship like, yeah. game, <laughs> um, and uh, they like to run the ball. That's not I mean you know that you look at the passing numbers, you look at the running numbers, and it seems pass heavy. But like I said. As the record improved at Baylor, the rushing numbers got better. In his final season at Baylor, they won 11 games. He had two running backs over 600 yards. Now, that's not the 1,000-yard back that everybody wants, but that's two 600-yard guys. I mean, that's that's two guys that you can swap in and out, and you're not really missing a beat. 
Well, I think that, and he's been, you know, part of his uh, kind of what what stands out on his resume is that he can adjust to the conference, and he will, and he'll adjust to the player talent, not just mm-hmm. the conference. So he said at Baylor that year they had four NFL wide receivers. You're not going to keep four NFL wide receivers on the bench too long. Um, so you know, if Nebraska can get that going, maybe it kind of changes it up. Um, but I just hope that we don't have in in what. Could be part of Matt Rule's struggle in year one is kind of learning the conference at his mm-hmm. previous stops. I think you hopefully might ha- not might miss that, and I think that's especially important again when we talk about perhaps retaining Mickey Joseph. Mickey was very uh, vocal about what the Big Ten was, how the Nebraska as a program needed to change to that, and he's got three Big Ten wins under his belt. He's got a few Big Ten losses under his belt, and he saw the way that you know that it was done. Mm-hmm. So I hope you know I I trust that Matt Rule. He seems like a guy, you know, he's not a guy coming in with his offense thinking we're going to we're just going to do what I do and that's what's going to going to work. I mean, I think that's part of what made him desirable is that you think that he'll be able to adjust perfectly to the mm-hmm. Big 10. I just hope it doesn't take a year. No, I and look, I've I've people have believed that I've been negative of the hire and whatever. I'm just being cautious and being a little hesitant of the hire. I don't want to jump jump into the pool both feet already. So I'm just hanging out. I'm just hanging out on the side right now. But I feel as if, you know, I agree with you. He's going to take his time. He's going to adjust. Hopefully it doesn't take too long. I could see, you know, a, a pretty decent first season. I'm not expecting a, you know, what would you call a traditional Matt Rule first season here at Nebraska where he wins one or two games. I'm looking at a at a pretty decent record just because this Nebraska team isn't as far gone as that Baylor team was. The Temple that Temple team wasn't terrible, but you know, it's and, and like I, with all due respect to Temple, they weren't, you know, world beaters before he got there. Um and he they, they have three ten win seasons under their belt and two of them back to back with Matt Rule. So he did a really damn good job there. So I, I feel as if he's gonna come in, he's going to adjust to the Big Ten, but he's also gonna bring his own flair. And that's and that's something that, you know, you can look out for. And again, I was sitting back there with Nick watching some 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 Baylor highlights, and it seems as if they're you know, wanting a, a slightly more athletic quarterback. And Casey Thompson could do, do exactly what uh, Charlie Brewer was doing at, at Baylor. Uh, they're not going to ask him to do everything for the team, but he is going to have to use his legs a little bit more. And uh, they like to toss the ball to the running back out of the backfield, which is something that, you know, some people have been clamoring for when you want to check down if your offensive line isn't too great. Um, but we'll see how the offensive line looks. We'll see how everything this entire team looks, you know, in a couple of months. Yeah, I, I can't wait for it. I think the spring game is going to be close to sold out, if not sold out. Everybody's going to want to get a look at Matt Rule after he, of course, won the press conference, as we all expected him to do so. All right, we got to catch up on breaks, so we're going to take a quick one. We'll be back right here on the Ticket Water Cool on 93.7 The Ticket.